Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I am here with Bonnie Cavalier, here to talk about her books, writing, and all things cozy. Bonnie, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Hey, thanks, Leanna. Um, I am a fairly new cozy writer, but a longtime cozy reader. And I uh, have been living in Florida for about 30 years. Let's see, what do I, I, I mostly love to read cozies and I love to have written. I think it was Dorothy Parker who said, I hate to write, I love to have written. So, <laughs> so I love to have written. And there are days when, when the writing goes well and days when you're just kind of making words and saying, that does not make any sense. But I am on my uh, third cozy in a series, the Casey McCormick mystery series. I'm about to release the third in series and it is the longest one and it was one that I plotted out. Usually I just pants them so it was much harder to be disciplined. So I think about me is that I'm really not very disciplined. That could be your big takeaway right there, Leanna. <laughs> <laughs> oh you and I are so much alike when it comes to writing. I <laughs> I pants my mysteries and it's just kind of like I tried to plot one out, and yes. <laughs> my characters don't obey plots. <laughs> no, but, but that's the fun part, because you think you're going in one direction, and all of a sudden the character says, oh no, let's go over here, and, you, and you're like, okay, we'll go over here, let's see what happens, because I don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. Are we supposed there's... to tell people that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. My... <laughs> The second in my series, the I Mystic thought Ranch. I, yeah, my Mystic Ranch yes. series, um, uh-huh. I thought I had the killer figured out. Oh, no. The actual oh, no. killer made a, what I call the Emperor's New Groove entrance. Right. Basically kicking in the door and going, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I plotted the whole thing out for the clues to point to this guy and you're telling me it was you <laughs> it was it was him all along <laughs> but you know Shakespeare ran, ran into the same problem and he would have minor characters that just started speaking out of turn and he would have to kill them off so at least you made yours a murderer you'll let you'll let the judge and jury kill him off <laughs> right <laughs> oh yeah, I know. My books are getting longer. Are your books getting longer? Um, mine. It depends on the story. The first one was the longest. Mm-hmm. Second was the shortest, and third is kind of mid-range. Okay, so neither of us is consistent. I like that. <laughs> and I've currently written the fourth. It needs to get to an editor. Yes. And. That one was so much fun to write. I loved writing that one, mainly because I love to put Easter eggs of things I'm a fan of into my books. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> like I, I, I hope to oh. I hope to be um the person that pushes Twizzler sales this year. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, with mine it's my character loves classic movies and quotes some. Right. At appropriate times, of course. Wish I could do that. <laughs> and with book, always... oh, and I'm with, sorry. With book four, book four, I had just started getting into this 
uh, online uh, Dungeons and Dragons show, uh-huh. and I put the players in in my book. Oh, nice! So like- that was kind of fun. <laughs> that is. I'm just starting to do that with some characters. Um, I wrote, actually, I wrote a book that hasn't released yet. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, my God, I worked 17 years on this novel. And then you you hear people saying, oh, yeah, I wrote a novel in a month. And and you're like, really? Are you kidding me? So <laughs> my first one took years because I started it and then set it aside, then came back to it, set it aside. There was a whole subplot going on that was not necessary. And I finally finished it, sent it to a friend, and I started reading to learn about how to market the books and how this whole thing worked. And it said, oh, you need a free lead generator, a lead magnet, in order to get people on your mailing list. And I was like, okay, so I guess I have to write another book before I can release this book. So I wrote a a free lead magnet called uh, Fez Up. It's free. Um, (laughs) And it's so I was like, okay, now I've got the lead magnet. And then I realized, oh, I can't release that other book because she's so far ahead in her in her journey of uh, my main character is a stand-up comic. I guess I should say that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's so far ahead in her journey in the first book that I wrote that I couldn't start people there. So then I had to write another book, <laughs> which put her, you know, towards the beginning of her career. So that's how we got uh, the girl in the pork pie hat. And my friends are, are like, you have to write, what, 12 books to get to the first one you wrote? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good for me. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, you know, you live and learn. <laughs> oh, yes. Believe me, I I get the live and learn. It's it's an annoying process, but it's part of the process. <laughs> and we're the better for it. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, enough of this giggling. What would you like to ask me? <laughs> <laughs> well, is any of your writing inspired by your actual life? I will not lie. It is totally inspired by my actual life. And all those authors who say, oh, no, it's totally fiction. Uh-uh, come on. <laughs> You know, they tell you, write what you know. And so I did. And the first um, the first book, Fez Up, is about taking a stand-up comedy writing class, which is what I did to get started. So there's a couple of characters that were actually in my class. Um, and I've, I've kind of, you know, they're not the real people. I amalgamated them, made composites and things like that. But a lot of it, with the exception of the fact that, you know, nobody did in the in the real life, what happened in the book, the characters really kind of come from real life. And it's the same with, um, in this particular series, it's totally stolen from my life when I was doing stand-up comedy way back when you were just a gleam in your daddy's eye. Hello? Hi, (laughs) that was it, that's all I got. (laughs) Oh, well, just kind of went quiet there. (laughs) I did. I was like, oh, this is an awkward pause. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I speak quickly, and you've got that whole Colorado laid back thing going. <laughs> right? Pretty much. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> cool. What else uh, would you like to do? 
do you have a favorite character in your series or would um, you get in trouble with your other characters <laughs> <laughs> i think the favorite character switches from book to book in my next book i have a a, a guy who is of course very handsome we won't lie um and he's a cardiac surgeon who does stand-up comedy just kind of to release stress and to do something fun and uh, he's very logical he's very caring uh he's somebody that's that you know when something bad happens everybody will turn to one person in a group he's that guy that everybody turns to and i i like the idea that this character nick uh is just a solid guy he's not he's not a player he's not um superstar he's not a marvel character he's just a normal guy that has a has a good life and likes to enjoy it and i i think um i think normal guys don't get enough attention so i like i like my normal guys oh that's so cool he actually sounds a little bit like my character bridger um oh really oh that's a cool name he's Former army, former lawyer, moved to the main character's ranch to kind of figure out what he was going to do with his life. Uh You know, one thing led to another, and book three, they're getting married. Hey, are they? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, because there's a little teaser, I think, on that. (laughs) No, (laughs) they're really going to do it. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Which, of course, a cozy mystery wedding can never go smoothly. (laughs) exactly just to destroy the cake because the cake is the most important thing (laughs) oh you've got a puffer yes i do (laughs) oh i love it it's not a podcast if the dog doesn't bark true seriously i have never been on a podcast where the dog didn't start barking (laughs) maybe it's me Oh, I call her my furry co-host. <laughs> well, that's cool. I don't have any dogs, but I, I pet every dog I pass, that's for sure. <laughs> and the owners are like, really? We're just trying to take a walk here and get to work. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so if your character and you sat down for coffee, mm. what kind of drink would they get? Oh, she's she's a sugar and caffeine aholic. Um, <laughs> if if Casey is walking into a room, she's got coffee in her hands, or she's got you know she's looking for the coffee. She is oh, I would say an iced mochaccino girl because she likes because caffeine is enough. You want to have like the chocolate syrup in there too, <laughs> and, and the whipped cream on top. So. Um, it's so funny because I, I go to a nice little place near me that has iced mochaccinos. And I don't know how I forget, but every time I order one, it comes out and it, it's it's a dessert. It's not coffee because there's so much chocolate and so much whipped cream that it's almost like an ice cream sundae at that point with coffee ice cream. So <laughs> Casey, Casey is definitely a coffee girl. Summertime, it's iced coffee. And at this stage in her life, she's still drinking uh mochas you know as you get older you don't need as much sweetness but she's she's in her 20s so she's she's gonna go for and i tell young women this like eat everything you want now have the oreos have the cake get the sweet coffees eat the whipped cream because when you hit like your 30s and 40s you won't be able to eat that stuff 
but right now you can burn it off. So eat as much as you can for me. <laughs> if there's one piece of advice I would have given my younger self, it would be like, eat more junk food. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a health guru. Too. <laughs> oh, your yeah, character so sounds like a girl after my own heart. There's a place <laughs> uh, here in Colorado that I love to go to. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Uh, 40 different flavors of chai tea. Oh my gosh. Ranging from vanilla to chocolate. And one of them is like Snickers flavored. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can, I, I'm sorry, but everyone's like, oh, frou-frou coffees. They're fabulous. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Whatever you can do to coffee and tea is, it's just more fun. Yes. Boy, people seem to, they want to take everything seriously to see, it's so hard when when you're funny and okay i'm going to put myself in that category because hell i like being funny and i like to laugh and i like to hang out with people who are funny people always think that because you're funny you're not serious about what you do or that you're not smart and honest to god you have to be smart to be funny because otherwise you're just not only not going to be able to make a joke but you're not going to get the joke um but the whole thing is life is serious but God, you don't have to be so grim-faced about it. And that's one of the things I like with my books is that there's some stand-up comedy in there, but mostly it's just the characters. Like, it's kind of snappy little asides and things like that. So I want people to have fun. I think life is serious enough. And if you're going to sit back with a book, you need to just be able to grab a pound of Twizzlers, right? right. <laughs> Maybe a glass of wine, depending on the time, and just sit back and enjoy the book. I love to lose myself in a book, and, and that's probably one of the greatest escapes I can think of. How about um, you? Absolutely. Either a good book. Uh, lately, I've gotten into the old uh, mysteries, like mm-hmm. 1930s, Dashiell yes. Hammett things like that recently discovered yes. an author from back then um todd downing oh i haven't found todd downing but i will um he was actually the first native american to be professionally published so that was awesome to discover cool. and his just his use of uh descriptives and the major clue in Murder on the Tropic was the one I read. And it was the fact that every victim complained of everything being yellow before they died. Ah, was it a poison? Or can you tell me? Is that a giveaway? (laughs) Spoiler (laughs) alert. It is is due to the poison. I will not tell you what the poison is, but it's it was just interesting because it's like wait all these victims are seen yellow that's yeah (laughs) and that's i mean the 1930s and 40s there was so there was so much stuff that was unregulated back then that you could get your hands on and it's kind of i'm amazed even I'm, i'm working on another series with a friend um oh gosh the lillian hargrave mystery series we've just got one out it's in kindle unlimited that's like we're just putting it there um but she 
the the main character herself is a, is an author of steampunk mysteries, so she knows a oh, lot about nice. poisons, right? <laughs> I know nothing about steampunk, but my my writing partner does. So I'm like, you do this part, okay? <laughs> if you can't tell by my reaction, I am a huge steampunk you are fan. A huge steampunk fan. <laughs> Well, there's no steampunk in there, but now, now she, my partner's like, well, now we have to write the books that the main character writes that are steampunk, and I'm like, oh god, it's <laughs> like another book. <laughs> Let's get these uh, out first. <laughs> oh, trust me, I know, I know. I am currently co-writing with a friend of mine as well, uh-huh. and we have managed to write about seven or eight books. Uh-huh. together one wow. is currently in the ha- the first one is currently in the hands of the author uh-huh. <laughs> but in one book we care we i created a character that is a mystery writer so now all of a sudden i'm wanting to write the mysteries that the mystery writer wrote it's, it's <laughs> and, it's like, like, and it's, it's like, like the mirror in a mirror in a mirror in a mirror type thing yes but it's, oh yeah and and you're just kind of like, okay, I have fallen down the rabbit hole. I need a rope, please help. And where does it all stop? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, but they're fun. And and it's kind of fun to step out of your series and do something a little bit different. And that, because I've got a co-author on it, I felt more pressure to get it done more quickly. So that was super helpful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And the, and they're short. These are just like novellas, the the uh, Lillian Hargrave series, because a friend said that people are reading on their phones and their tablets, and they're just reading shorter. They're not they're not reading the hundred and fifty thousand word books on their phone, and if they are, they're like masters of the universe because I can't even answer my phone. <laughs> I have friends who I have an older friend. He's eighty-one. He can call Mars on his phone. I swear to God. <laughs> and I'm, I'm swiping, trying to you know answer the phone. <laughs> I was like, I can't make it to you. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, yeah, I'm 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 really good at some technological things, and I I for some reason I just really really am not good at phones. Oh. <laughs> So, you know, text me. <laughs> oh, okay. So, oh how can my snoops and sleuths follow you? Because you are awesome and Aww. I am sure they're going to want to follow you. Well, thank you. I just want to hear you say snoops and sleuths three times real fast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What did I do? <laughs> you were not thinking when you put that together. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I love it, though. Okay, snoops and sleuths. So you can find me um, at my website, bonniecavalier.com, and it's B is in Bonnie. O-N-N-I-E-C-A-V is in Victor, A-L-I-E-R-E.com. And I'm also on Facebook because, you know, I'm older and I can't figure out the TikTok stuff. So that's uh, Facebook. Just put in Bonnie Cavalier and I'll pop up. And on Amazon. I'm on Amazon. <laughs> is that rude? <laughs> you can find me on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and where other fine books are sold and i'll be sure to put the links in the show's notes oh i appreciate that also on my um site just to do a little plug i'm sorry 
uh, if you you can click and get a, a copy, a freebie, download of Fez Up, which is the first in series. And I also have a freebie library that I'm building out. So this month I was really proud because I am not artistic at all, but I made uh, book plates. You know, you, you print them out on adhesive and you've got like a little book plate for your books. So I, I did some book plates for my people. And I also have, I think, bookmarks that they can download and print out and a couple other things. So I'm going to keep adding to that. So I really am not above bribing people to come to my site by giving them free stuff. <laughs> oh, that is terrific. <laughs> it's kind of fun. I, I, I got really excited because I, I am not at all artistic. And I was having so much fun doing the book plates. And I, the first set is kind of like traditional style books. But then I saw this picture of a dog and he's like this hound dog and he's got a sad face and his chin is resting on a stack of books. I said, oh, the next ones are going to be talking. <laughs> like you're supposed to be writing. How good are you at procrastinating about writing? How Do you have like a totally clean house before you sit down and write? Uh, I'm not that good at, progr at procrastination. Mine I'm tends to be, <laughs> mine tends to be, oh, I'm going to go onto Pinterest and look at my inspiration pictures. Next thing I know, I've got a new board on there with a thousand oh my God. new ideas. <laughs> it's I'm, like, just, I'm just now learning Pinterest and it's got me totally confused, but I have, um, I, ha I guess I'm on Pinterest too. You can find me on Pinterest. Uh, I've got a mist a cozy mystery board that's just getting started and a freebies board for bookish stuff. And I forget what else because <laughs> I'm not good at it yet. <laughs> oh, I have so many boards and it's so absolutely ridiculous to the point where it's like, okay. I need to stop and actually write or I'm going to end up dying with a to-be-written list that I will have to will to someone. Yes, exactly. But I'm going to go find you on Pinterest and, and pin your pins or whatever the heck you do on Pinterest. <laughs> and I know it's got something to do with pins. <laughs> I'm going to pin your pins. <laughs> I think, let's see. Did you have another question for me? Oh. oh, I know one. What complaints would my characters have about yes. me as an author? Honest to goodness, it's that they never get to have sex. <laughs> 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 and there's a reason for that. <laughs> well, one, cozy. <laughs> one, cozy. And two, I can't remember. <laughs> but I really think, you know, draw the shades. Because people really don't need to know the intimate details. So if if my poor main character ever gets lucky, we're only going to see like the bedroom door close and some kisses, but we're not going to see much more than that. My Now, I will say my characters, unlike most cozy characters, do say some bad words because I am a fan of Agatha Raisin and uh, Janet Ivanovich. Oh, my God. I love Janet Ivanovich. I'm like, I, we are not worthy. So, <laughs> so they do have some swear words, but they're comics. So it's kind of true to life because comics are really sweary people. They're like, they're like sailors. <laughs> Who's your favorite author? Oh, wow. That is, it really depends oh, flipped, on my flipped mood. Flipped the table, didn't I? <laughs> yes, you did. And 
like I said, it depends on the mood. Um, yeah. One that I will always go to is Mary Roberts Reinhardt, The Circular Staircase. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Dashiell Hemmett's The Thin Man. Oh my God, and the movies. Oh, I love oh, the movies. I actually I like the movies so much better than the book. <laughs> Myrna Powell and William Lloyd. Myrna oh. Lloyd and William Powell. I just mixed yes. that up. Oh my oh. gosh, yes. I am, up? I am such a Powell and Lloyd fan. Powell and yes. Loy fan. I love the all dog. their movies. <laughs> I do too. I, Boy, I haven't seen one in ages. Maybe I even get... love the ones that are not the Thin Man movies, right? Like, like uh, Love You Again, mm-hmm. Mad, Mad Love, uh, movies like that. Have you ever seen the um? There was a William Powell and Ginger Rogers mystery. No. I've, the yeah. ex Mrs. Bradford is what it's oh, called. I haven't seen that. Great acting horrible murder plots <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to spoil it for anyone who actually wants to go out and find it it's funny it's great uh-huh. if you are a cozy mystery fan i recommend it just for the laughs oh when I like it comes that. to the plot oh my gosh <laughs> that that hurt my head when i saw it <laughs> oh my god well sometimes you know we sit there we totally overthink the plot it's like oh did i mention that you know 30 pages ago and after a while you you realize if you can't remember it the reader's probably not paying any attention <laughs> <laughs> and i was listening to one of your podcasts and, and you and another author were talking about typos and i was like there's always going to be typos in a book and you said that one of your favorite authors from a big six publisher had a typo somewhere early in the book. Oh, yes. Uh, Lillian Jackson Braun, the, yes. one of the first Cat Who books, the One Ear <laughs> Garage. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's your One Ear Garage. It's funny because I, I found a typo uh, in a Patricia Cornwell, and it was page eight. And she's she's published by Putnam. I thought to myself, okay, Patricia Cornwell has all these assistants who are going to read the book. And then the editor is going to read it, but all the assistant editors are going to read it because it's the new Patricia Cornwell. And then all the people at the line are going to read it because it's the new Patricia Cornwell before it ever gets to a copy or line editor or a proofer. So probably over 80 people looked at this book. And sure enough, page eight, there's a big typo. Oh, yes. for indie authors, I think a lot of forgiveness needs to go around. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because well, you don't find most I... of them until you print. Oh, so true. Oh, Wasn't, my gosh. There was something I saw once that said, the best proofreader is hitting send. Yes. <laughs> or publish. <laughs> or publish. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So... So yeah, we do our best. And after that, you have to kind of let it go because we do tend to overthink everything in the story. And as long as for me, the eyes match up, I, I said something in this book about his blazing blue eyes. And I was like, pretty sure the blue eyes, I better go check. <laughs> and they were, <laughs> but Nick has brown eyes and brown eyed men are, you know, they're death to me. They're, they're like my third rail. 
because brown <laughs> eyes are so they're just so they show so much emotion and like I don't know they just wipe me out and my mother it's my mother's fault because she wanted brown-eyed grandchildren and nothing made her happier than when my brother married a brown-eyed girl <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, you're in trouble now you better start putting out some kids <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. I have had so much fun talking with you, but Zoom is about to kick me off. It is. It does that to you. Well, I'm so glad we could talk because I think you're really neat. And I'm going to find you on Pinterest. <laughs> and I'm going to pin you. <laughs> but so much. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast because this is a great podcast and people need to know about it. So I'll be putting the word out about you, Missy. Thank you so much. We do need more listeners, more hosts, or mo more hosts. More guests. More guests. More <laughs> I think we have a more pretty good host. I'm, I'm good with the host. <laughs> more people that I can talk to and actually learn to talk. Hi. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> but seriously, thank you so much for having me on, on the podcast. I appreciate it. And let's get the word out about this. So your snoops and sleuths have more to look at. Well, Snips and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on The Cozy Sleuth. I'd like to thank my, my listeners out there for joining me on this journey. And if you are a cozy mystery author out there who'd like to talk about your book, reach out to me at thecozysleuth.com slash contacts and we'll get you on the show. And if you like listening to cozy mysteries that are performed by live actors, Check out the Cozy Mystery Rats Maze, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy.